0: Hello lovers and welcome to Non-Dairy Presenting the Podcast. A podcast for people who aren't sure whether they rescued their pets or their pets rescued them. A podcast for people who believe in horoscopes as well as modern medicine. I am your host, Aurelia Sinclair. In this podcast, we talk about tarot cards, um, thoughts, random reviews think pieces, rants, and opinions, and more opinions. I will, as always, be completely honest with you all on this podcast, and to be honest, I have been feeling a little bit in a rut with this podcast. I really enjoy recording it and putting it out, but the promotion part I've been really slack with. I feel like the podcast Instagram hasn't been popping like it. I wanted to and like it should. And as always, I am my own biggest problem and therefore also my own solution. Um, So I am saying this out loud to speak it into existence and to manifest that I will put more effort into that part of podcasting because it can be really fun. And I also have this sort of structure to the podcast, which You know, if you've been listening for a while, but if you're new here, each podcast episode has like a little segment um, on tarot, on like a review, on an opinion, an experience, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. So I want to keep doing that, but also introduce like a little life update section, I guess, which I do anyways. I talk about what's been happening in my life all the time Um, and there's something as well about being I guess a content creator or someone who like me is just chronically online where I share a lot of the things that I'm doing and that are happening to me but as I'm sharing them sometimes I have that moment of do people really want to know do they need to know do I need to post this and then when I do and people are engaging with it I realize that They do and I need to, like I don't need to, but it brings me joy and it's fun. So why not? And I think with the podcast, I was having the same sort of conundrum of, oh, I don't want to like talk too much about this or that, but in the end it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want. And that was just a reminder moment I had last week. So for my little life update for this episode, I will tell you that it's my birthday week. I have my birthday coming up on Friday, the 30th of September. I am a Libra as I tell absolutely everyone. And unfortunately, I'll be working on my birthday this year, but it's okay. I have the next week off because my wife is coming back from her overseas work travel tour um the day after my birthday so truly she is my birthday present and i can't i can't wait we have a few things planned for um that week we're seeing leon bridges in sydney and uh, having a birthday um sort of lunch here in melbourne and doing a few other things that i will without a doubt, post about on Instagram. So that is the little life update for this week. Let's go into our next segment, our weekly segment, which is, of course, the Tarot. Our Tarot card for this week is the Nine of Swords reversed. As soon as this card came up, I was low-key scared <laughs> because the Swords is uh, the suit of... um the air signs so for me as a libra it always resonates and this card i will start by describing it it's a bit scary looking low-key straight off the bat the background is solid black there are nine swords on the wall horizontally and a person is sitting up in their bed having their face buried in their hands sitting upright in bed like they're just woke up from a bad dream. On um, the bed as well is a (laughs) doona. I know that's not the right word, but we're gonna go with it. There's a doona, a quilt cover, if you will. And on the quilt is a motive. It's like a checkered quilt with roses that are red on yellow. And then in blue, the other checks are the signs for each of the zodiac signs. So um, each of the little, you know, the Pisces one, the Sagittarius one, and so on. All of them are there. I'm not gonna list them off. You know, the signs of the zodiac. And it's important to note that in this reading, this card came up upside down. So it was reversed. The nine um, of swords as well, uh i will quickly say obviously there's like numbers so it goes from one to ten and when you have a higher number that kind of signifies that it's at the end of a circle or the end of an error if you will so you know one is like at the start of something and then when you get to you know eight nine and ten that's the end and this card coming up reversed as well even though i said that it was scary seeing it come up in my fucking birthday week nonetheless i think it actually has a positive meaning overall and what i mean by that is not that you know being woken up by a bad dream with swords on the walls is a positive thing but more that what it stands for i see for myself is those mm, nightly terrors which I've had recently I've had some really weird dreams or like I've just woken up in a sweat um like they're gonna stop but also taking it outside of the dreams because you might not have been dreaming so what does it mean for you I think the um Negativity in this card is being released. And the negativity I'm speaking of can manifest in a number of ways, like negative self-talk, thinking that you're not enough, um, working through something traumatic that has happened in your life recently or a long time ago. And being in sort of stuck in a dream, if you have ever felt that or where you have Um, negative thoughts even during the day that you get stuck in can be really hard to shake off. But this card coming up reverse means that we are approaching the point where we can let go and where that downward spiral, if you will, of negative self-talk and um, feeling stuck and not being able to maybe even stick to the things that you said you'd do that are stressing you out, where that is kind of coming to an end or maybe you're realizing that it's um, sort of not all in your head, but that part of it is made bigger by your worry because when you're overthinking becomes easy to think of something to be bigger than it actually is. And when you actually wake up and look at the facts and what's in front of you, you sometimes realize that um, it's not as big of a deal or you actually have the tools to deal with whatever comes your way. And in the end, you're capable of dealing with whatever cards life throws your way. So that's what I'm taking away from this card this week. It's not all doom and gloom. And um, to be honest, I have been quite sick in the last week as well. So um, I've had a bit of a temperature and I've been waking up at night just feeling ill. Um, and bringing this card up has definitely kind of triggered something in a way. So. Let me know if it resonated with you in any way. Feel free to message the podcast page, which like I said, I'm putting in more effort into at non pod, or if you prefer, you can also message my personal Instagram at aurelia.com. So a few weeks ago, I purchased a tin of chips I know what you're thinking, a tin of chips, what do you mean? They usually come in packets, but there's this brand of chips that has been in every fancy grocery store, I think over the last year is when I've noticed them. Although they may uh, have been around before, I'd never like noticed them before. Um, so it's a white tin, blue writing, it says Papa's Fritas, Bonilla a la vista on the front. And I'd seen them, and I, you know, I'm not a heavy consumer of chips, but once I found out that they retail for $40, I needed to own a tin. Also, it's pretty aesthetic, and you all know, as a Libra, I love pretty things. So I recently got paid. <laughs> I recently got paid. I say, like, I don't get paid every month because I work a job. But I got paid and um, I don't know if you ever feel this way, but when I have money in my account, sometimes, especially in the start of the month, it's burning in my pocket and I'm like, I need to buy something dumb. And because I have everything I need in my life, I decided to get um, into buying nice food. And again, I like reviewing food because sometimes it can be more accessible than let's say a holiday in the Maldives, which is not even accessible to myself. So I don't know why I use that as an example, but this uh, 10 of chips at $40 a pop obviously isn't super affordable, but I I had money in my pocket and I needed to spend it. So the review. The tin itself, sturdy, huge, can be used as a tripod. I have put my phone on top of it to record myself um, talking in my kitchen, which is a thing I like to do. And I can see myself use it afterwards for what I don't know. Maybe I'll just buy normal chips and like put them in the tin because it's a nice way of storing chips, to be honest in my pantry which I also just recently reorganized a lot of things like you know your teas your pastas they come in boxes but things that are like in packets um chips etc I don't really have a good way of like displaying or storing them shy of purchasing again like those glass jars that every mom on TikTok seems to have and put everything in and I again understand the appeal of putting everything in like unbranded jars and then labeling them yourself but that's not the stage of life I'm in right now like I realized that I'm not into cooking and spices enough to put all of my spices into individual jars that I then print out labels for like that's not me right now I digress back to our $40 tin of chips Um, once you open it Um, which is a little bit like of an ordeal because you need to like pop the lid (laughs) and the lid is uh, tin, aluminium, metal, I don't know. So that's like the tricky part. Um, If you're a lesbian and you don't have nails, you definitely can't do this. So you need to use like a butter knife. But the chips are fucking perfect. They are the most perfect chips I've ever laid my lips on. They're thin, they're crispy, they're perfectly salted. And the storage situation means that you can reseal the tin and they keep their freshness. So I've gotten to the bottom of the tin, which is why I'm reviewing it now. It was kind of too early to review when I first bought them. But now that I'm getting to the bottom of it, I'm already craving more. And it's a substantial size, like it's a huge, it's a huge tin. Um, I haven't measured it, but I'll put it up on the Instagram. And it's substantial. Like it lasted me all month, and I would just eat a few chips every day, just at lunch or whenever I felt bored. To be honest, Um, I just grab a handful on a plate and felt very much like I was in a Bistro in Spain which is where where they originate from which is also probably adding to the price and not very shop local of me but also they're sold locally so in the end I'm still supporting a local business Um, if you have $40 laying around and you love chips definitely give them a try you can find them at a lot of fancy grocers now in Richmond, they're sto- stocked at the Marinos, the Marias, I want to say, at Richmond Traders, but I've also seen them at Morning Market, um, just to name two places in Melbourne that have them. Um, and I'm sure you can find the Papas Fitas, Bonilla, Ala Vista. I'm um, also sorry for totally butchering that. Um, at any reputable grocer that sells things that are way too expensive but also irresistible to purchase. So we usually have our thought or think piece for the week and of course this week is no different. However, I want to kind of change it up and just have a general like year in review, rant ramble, um, sharing of um, things I realized and it's essentially my birthday episode so i'm going to just do as i please um the last year for me has truly been (laughs) so transformative and i don't want to sound like a motivational speaker or like a life coach or one of those woo woo bitches who just quotes pinterest quotes for life um that's not me, although it is also me because I'm known (laughs) to save inspirational quotes and stuff like that to my many vision boards. But I'm also someone I think who tries to stay grounded in reality and not buy into any particular thing too much, although that might be my fatal flaw, we're yet to find out. Um, But the last year truly has been so incredible for me to give you context, because most people listening wouldn't have known me last year. And most people listening don't know me, but you do know me because you're clearly listening to this podcast. Maybe you're following me on social media and I'm somebody who is chronically online and always oversharing or sharing something. So you you know me on some base level um but this time last year a few weeks before my birthday i went through a breakup which was a long time coming and didn't it was necessary i won't go into the specifics of it too much because they don't matter for the purpose of this i think but um I had just had gone through that breakup. My dog Kenzo was, you know, 10 months old. So still a total puppy, absolutely insane. And as part of the breakup, we were living together. So we had to um, divide all our assets and um, I had to find a new place and pay rent at both, the place my ex and I shared as well as my current apartment that I live in which was a lot for me at the time and would be for me now even let's be real um, but I didn't um, have a sort of dual income like I do now so I only got my wages from my nine to five which also like isn't super well paid you know it's enough I can <laughs> live of it and have a good enough life but it's not um it's not a high-paying job and I also hadn't really posted a lot online I mean I was still posting and creating some type of content but not like I am now and I had a newsletter but again like it wasn't as prolific and even that isn't like the right word but I wasn't consistent with it and then slowly things started to shift I was doing a lot of listening to podcasts about um, I want to say I don't want to say live coaching but also not not live coaching I'll try to think of them and like i link them but one of them is actually called death sex and money I think And that's not a life coaching podcast it's just a conversational podcast with interesting people that i really enjoy listening to and sometimes you need to listen to other people's life stories and experiences and by that i mean listening to people's stories who maybe haven't followed a traditional path or who found what they were passionate about later in life and i had a lot of Um, notions of where I should be and what I should have achieved because I was comparing myself to people who had been really successful really young in life and instead of being like rejoicing in other people's success or happiness I was thinking like why don't I have that and there's nothing wrong with feeling uh, inadequate at times or wishing you had things other people have I still do that, of course. I'm just another bitch looking at what other people have and thinking, I want that. But um, I think I was doing it a lot in like a ne- negative way that wasn't helping me move forward with my own goals. So instead of seeing someone be really good at something and thinking, oh, I could be really good at something, I thought, ah, oh, they're really good at that. Like, um, what, what am I going to be good at? Like, I have nothing. Or like, why am I not good at that not realizing or like not admitting rather that my own talents just you know I I wasn't nurturing them so of course they weren't going anywhere and also in a way getting out of that relationship just allowed me the freedom of kind of putting content out again that I wanted to and not having someone there who was like judging or talking to me about it in a negative way. Um, And it also, I think, activated something about abundance, mindset, lack mindset, vision boarding, laws of attraction, all of those types of words. At the time, I was also consuming a lot of TikToks about this, and I think they were really helpful. And my algorithm has completely changed. Like now it's all, like I said in the last episode, am I the asshole posts. While well, back then it was like how to make the best vision board in the world manifest anything you want and become the most successful version of yourself ever, <laughs> which uh, I think is cheesy and corny, but also it's good when that's what you need so in terms of abundance and lack mindset that's still something I'm working on and I'm trying to break it down every every week and every day and I only just recently had another realization around it where I do this thing when I buy something nice or something that I really like and I use it really sparingly like a face cream for example I'm like ah, this face cream is so good and it's like kind of a little bit more expensive. So I'm gonna use it really sparingly and like save it. And then um, I ran out of that face cream and I was like, why was I so stingy with it? Like I could have just bought another one sooner if I ran out, like it's my favorite face cream. What am I waiting for? Like, why am I limiting myself? And it comes um, back to, a lot of my childhood trauma around not having enough because there was a lot of that when I grew up. I didn't have, um, you know, I don't wanna say I went hungry. My mom did everything she could to um, cook for us all the time. She was a great cook and um, there was definitely always like food but there was definitely also a thought of, oh, we have to make sure that this grocery shop lasts all week you know so you wouldn't kind of just eat everything in one day like I do now or um I I got a new pair of shoes recently they was gifted to me and I really loved those shoes I've been wearing them a lot but um they're just really comfortable and really warm and I wear my favorite socks with them which are like white Nike socks that like those tennis ones because they're so cozy on my feet and I have so many socks but um, when I grew up I would have so many socks that just had holes in the toes and the other day when I put on my socks I remembered that like when I went over to someone's house because in Germany you usually take off your shoes when you enter the house and I do that in my apartment as well I think a lot of people do this here too but it's just like, you have to take off your shoes kind of culture. So I'd um, make sure that I picked a pair of socks that didn't have a hole in them. And like, I don't have to do that now. And I'll never have to do that again. I'm speaking that into existence right now. But yeah, I still catch myself in those little, I don't have enough. And what if I don't have enough type thoughts? Same with stuff that I don't even like you know I was going through um, decluttering because my wife is coming home like I said and she is she's going to stay here for a bit while we decide what's next in our lives and if and where we move so yeah I just wanted to make some space in the apartment for her and get rid of things that no longer serve me and that I don't even like and I am um, was hanging on to a lot of things that I haven't used in years and they've moved house with me and they've taken up space and um, effort and time and the only reason I've kept them is because I might need this in the future while well, I haven't needed it in the last three years so I can donate it to the op shop or sell it at the market and just rid myself of that, that weight and move on to whatever's next. And um, like I said, I'm still working on making these changes and keeping the mindset that I am enough and that I have enough and that I always will, which again is hard to do in the world we live in where there is a lot of uncertainty, And there has been, you know, a pandemic, a war, another war probably, um, and flooding, climate crisis, climate change, all these things that are making the future look really up in the air, I think aren't helping um, with, you know, an abundance mindset, but. Going back to the Tarot as well, I think knowing that I have the tools that I need to do what I need when it happens. And with vision boarding, you know, I thought it was a scam for the longest time because you can't vision board yourself out of any situation. As, uh, I don't know, a a child, a teenager, like I wouldn't have been able to vision board myself out of having. Sucks with holes in them more. Out of only having like a one pair of shoes, uh, for the whole year, you know, that's not something you can manifest your way out of when you're in a situation where you're truly stuck. But as I am no longer a child, <laughs> I realize that I am my own problem and my own solution, and I can do a lot of things to um achieve the goals that I set and I can um, take care of the things that I have. So they last a long time and I can do so much to make sure that I always have enough. And through that, I think um, change of mindset and shift in perspective that I kind of worked towards at the end of last year, I think it really came to a peak for me at some point in December because I was trying to get ready for the new year. So like I told you, I'd already gone through that breakup in September. Then I also went through a, a friend breakup for the end time, but that was just really good for me and cut myself loose from um, people's situations and things that I no longer needed. And at the time, I was also starting to get into running. So if you follow my Instagram, you might have seen that I'm running the Melbourne Marathon. Well, I'm not running the full marathon, I'm only doing 10Ks. But I really got into running just before the breakup happened. I think because I was needing to like get out of the house and change perspective. But when I was running, I was just, always listening to these Nike guided runs. And then I was also thinking in the back of my head, I really wanna work with Nike and um, run Melbourne Marathon for them, which I'm doing this year. But last year, around the time the marathon was happening, I was on the phone to a friend and we were talking about it. And I think I kind of said out loud that that's what I wanted to do for the first time then And um, this year it happened, you know, so I'm not uh, attributing it fully to the vision boarding and manifestations because I was also working towards it by (laughs) running regularly, by posting about my runs even before I officially started working with Nike and also by um, uh, creating the content I do, you know, just all the random things, I do, I think, contribute to everything. And that's another thing that people ask creative people. And, um, I think anyone a lot that does a lot of different things is like, what ties it all together? Because, you know, I podcast, I, um, work with some brands. Sometimes I work my nine to five job and, um, I have different interests, you know, with my dog and reading and music what ties it all together and people sometimes want to have like an answer of um oh I found this and then that led to that and while that might be true I think ultimately what connects all my interests is me and what connects everything that you do and that interests you is you and you don't really have to have a through line or a thought process behind everything you do because in the end Everything you do is connected by you and you are the driving force behind it. And that's what really, I think matters. And yeah, abundance, abundance mindset is real. Uh, vision boarding isn't a scam and you, uh, can work towards the things you, you want and that are possible. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, tell people they can be millionaires and uh, sell some like andrew tate wealth building bullshit but i do really believe that uh, the mindset we have informs everything that happens to us and another thing i talked to a friend about at a party yesterday was the concept of like peaking and Uh, being successful early I think as well which I mentioned earlier was a lot on my mind like comparing myself to people who had achieved like big successes early in life and wondering you know why haven't I done that but there's no timeline for when you you're successful or when you quote unquote peak I don't think I've reached my peak yet and I don't think I will for a while and there will be different ebbs and flows and highs and lows and valleys and peaks along the way but the idea that you have to be successful really early is just capitalism and uh, fucking Forbes 30 under 30 or 40 under 40 as if you couldn't be successful after that or if you hadn't already amassed an extreme amount of wealth or success for or recognition by the time you're 30 or 40 or 50 like it doesn't really matter (laughs) in the grand scheme of things but your personal um successes can come at any time and it's important to remember that um things like that aren't built in a day and if you're going to be on top of your profession in your 20s then either you've been building on that for a really long time or Maybe you've just gotten lucky, but that's a whole other discussion for another episode. Hello, lovers, and welcome to Non Dairy Presenting the Podcast, a podcast for people who aren't sure whether. They rescued their pets, or their pets rescued them. A podcast for people who believe in horoscopes as well as modern medicine. I am your host, Aurelia Sinclair. In this podcast, we talk about tarot cards, um, thoughts, random reviews, think pieces, rants, and opinions, and more opinions.